Nice. Welcome well, to the Get Offset Podcast. Oh, sorry, Andrew, was oh. it your turn? <laughs> I, I I couldn't remember. That's why I was like, uh, <laughs> and then you paused. I was like, I guess I'm going to go for it. Yeah, well. Uh, welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And we have a special guest today from Northern-ish California. Northern-ish, Bay Area, yeah. outside, greater Bay Area, Sacramento. Nice. It's Charles from Silk Tone. Hey. Hey, hey. What up, dude? We're excited to finally have you. I know we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, it kept falling through the cracks. It happens. It's just been a really um, busy couple months, I guess. Yeah. It's really just secretly that I'm jealous that you have access to In-N-Out and I don't. So (laughs) it's really just resentment. Yeah, there's there's tons up here. Like every (sighs) five, you drive five minutes any direction and it's In-N-Out. Yep. Yeah. I'm familiar with the area. Do you have a Do you have a preferred fast food burger, or is it In and Out? Mine, oh, yeah, probably, probably In and Out, but not. I don't do a lot of fast food. We have a tiny little drive-in up the, up the street called Nubbins, and uh, for like five bucks, you can get a cheeseburger and fries and soda. So, I usually go there if I if I want that. That's that a pretty like, good deal. That sounds yeah. like Dick's prices. We have um, yep. Dick's burgers up here. You can get a bag of dicks for a couple bucks. Bag of dicks. Nubbins is kind of like, you know, maybe like a short dick or something. But <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> trying to knew we were gonna like you. <laughs> oh, Andrew's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sliders. I was just on tour for a week with like three dudes and a woman who's very much has the same sense of humor as I do. And we just really she she and I stayed up late driving sometimes, and uh man. So many, so many dick jokes. It was great. It was great. Slider. I barely even know her. (laughs) The woman's name is Brittany Danielle, and I highly recommend everybody uh, check out her new single. It's uh, debuted on audio film. Those are the best jokes. Mm -hmm. Dick jokes are my favorite. Yeah. They're up there. I don't want to hear them without, <laughs> please just don't send me a bunch of dick jokes unless they're very, very good. If they're very, just, very good, it well, happens organically. There's so many of them, like in any given like conversation, like you can really only like, you know, you're only really exposing the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh my God. That just reminds me of the time I, I was, this is a very blue episode already. I was uh, working when I was working in an office, our sink, the faucet broke. And, um, uh, one sure. of the guys was asking me if it had been like fixed or replaced or something. And I said, no, just the tip. And I just stopped. Cause I couldn't think of the word spigot. <laughs> and I, I stopped and just like my jaw dropped. And I think I scream, scream laughed a little. <laughs> oh, it was great. Great was moment. Good. His look on his face was just like, <laughs> I didn't come here for hose repair. <laughs> oh my God. It was, and a little embarrassing, but I'm glad I I'm glad it was the right kind of person who heard me make that slip up. You gotta throw it out there sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. Better to be the customer and not the uh, service offer or in that kind of scenario. Yeah. Uh, sure. I get no, like okay, so that, that sounded like really overly formal. I get like stress dreams about like accidentally saying something like in a, in a day job environment and then getting fired for it. Like not even like. Ha- didn't understand what was 
what the words were that were leaving my mouth and how they would be perceived kind of a thing. Legitimate fear. You realize later, oh, shit. Well, my brain just fires off puns so fast that sometimes things just slip. And I don't realize until after it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Elon Musk said. Oh, my God. <laughs> Andrew knows this, but um, I have uh, we're in a one-car family, so when we buy a car, we kind of go all in. We had actually pre-ordered a Tesla, oh. and we canceled it. Oh, over, over all that crap? Yeah. There were more reasons. There's a, one, few. <laughs> There's a few out there. We, we just kept getting more worried about, one, making a billionaire a lot richer than he needs to be, and he also he kind of sucks. But the bigger right. things, really, like the more pragmatic things um, – like them catching on fire and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I ultimately, I think like the big thing for me is those cars don't really have handles and I didn't feel very good about that. Yeah. They, I, we recently got one of the little BMW, like a used BMW electric. It goes like a hundred miles, but it's perfect for mm. uh, my girlfriend's commuting, you know, so we don't have to pay for gas and all that. Yeah. Um, and we got it before all the, crazy price hike so that was cool but uh we we tested a tesla and um the minimal thing is cool but i don't know that i didn't see the big the big deal with with the more affordable ones anyway i mean none of them are but yeah no we were looking at the suv i'm like i need to be able to tow like a little hitch i i need to be able to keep stuff in like the back for like shows and stuff yeah because my main van we'd always use my car as sort of the tour vehicle right um so now we have a rav4 but i think one of the things that really turned me off about tesla this is gonna sound so stupid and petty um did you watch that elizabeth holmes thing on hulu Mm -mm. the dropout no nobody did well i think a lot of people did but uh, nobody i've talked to other than me and my husband there's one scene where she's storming off and you know, normally you storm off in a TV show and someone dramatically throws open the door to the car and gets in and drives away. <laughs> it's just like a big... Like, the, the fact that it was a Tesla, you can't just pull out the handle. You have to like tap the handle and then pull. <laughs> come come like, on, fuck. It's yeah, like hanging like, up a cell phone. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's know? not like, the same. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. And I, I was like... I saw him like, these cars are stupid, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> that's what put you over no <laughs> that, that was what, is that, that what was, drove you away uh, uh-huh. wait hold on hold on i got i got a sound effect for that uh, there, we there go. it is i came back i actually <laughs> deleted it like ages ago and it came back i was kind of hoping it wouldn't but oh what dude just dude. quit making the killer puns and you'll never hear it again but we got but a RAV4 um, instead of RAV4 hybrid. So it gets like 600 miles per tank-ish, Jesus. which is a, yeah, a lot. I'm like, damn. Yeah. You, you could tour in that pretty well. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, I liked, we just toured yeah. in an RV. The gas bill was like $900. Oh, my God. Yeah. And somehow I, we still came out ahead because we got to sleep in the RV instead of a hotel. Oh, that works. Yeah. That'll do it. I went to, I, I just scheduled a trip to Portland to visit a few friends and, and do another uh, thing. And the, um, I was looking for plane tickets are, are fucking insane right now. Like I was yep. expecting like a hundred dollar plane ticket. Cause that's what it's yeah, been. Yeah. That's what it always drive, is. Like, yeah. To fly um, to Portland. Yeah. Uh, it's like, a, it's like a 45 minute flight or something. It was $520. Uh, and I had already scheduled it and planned everything, so I <laughs> I felt like a dick backing out of it. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm going. Oof. But I was looking around for like Airbnbs to kind of offset the the price of uh, 
the ticket. So I didn't want to stay in, I don't know, some fancy hotel or something. And the, just the, <laughs> the range of places was hilarious. Like I, there was one place for 20 bucks a night and it was just a tent on top of a dude's car. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've seen those kinds of listings too. Yeah. Like That's funny. Huh? Well, I mean, 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks. 20 you, bucks. Might get, you might get murdered. But. Right. Yeah. I'm not even concerned about murder. I'm just concerned about like middle of the night. You hear the, the truck turn on and it starts driving. Like, where am I going? <laughs> where am I going? Yeah. Wake <laughs> up in an abandoned Kmart parking lot and your cell phone is dead. And you're like, I don't know how, how to get anywhere. Yeah. I would have yeah. done it, but they didn't, they didn't have coffee or Wi-Fi. So. Uh, no Wi-Fi is a deal yeah. breaker. Coffee <laughs> deal breaker for me. You just, you just throw a rock in Portland and you hit a coffee shop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a pretty good one too. Yeah. Uh, that is, yeah, I, we booked our NAM tickets and weirdly the flight to Anaheim, super cheap. The flight from Anaheim, stupid expensive. Oh, that, that's weird. Usually, yeah. usually it's more because people want to want to go to LA, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's because we were flying out on a Sunday. We could have saved some uh, money flying back on Monday, but I wanted to not use up all my vacation time with my day job yeah yeah i didn't realize that i mine was probably so expensive because it's memorial weekend and i didn't realize that till like uh, way later so i was like Fuck, oh yeah that'll do it i'll yeah. do it you could have looked at trains i did i looked at uh, amtrak and it takes like two days and it's it's supposed to be like the prettiest trip like on on the on the whole whatever all the tracks but yeah um, well the but i would have been asleep through most of it because it's like a it, it didn't leave till like 8 p.m and then i would have got there at like 2 p.m so i would have caught like the tail end of oregon but it was like a it's like a 15 hour uh plane yeah. trip and it was 250 so yeah that's not worth it for 15 hours no i yeah especially if you get a sleeper that Which would have been like do. a thousand something yeah. dollars i looked into that yeah i want to do it i want to take a Me train too. just from from like San Francisco to New York at some point just to just yeah. to kind of do it. It takes like three days. I'll just bring a guitar and Oh and no, dude. You can get the hop on and off passes and you can oh. like like jump off and like choice des- destinations and hang out for a bit and then get back on the train. Oh, that'd be sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people take people do those. It takes them like a week. Yeah. Uh, they cool, spend a week going across America like that. I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, I'm I super believe- down to do that. That's that seems I've never considered that. Yeah. That if I ever find myself in between jobs and looking for something to do, <laughs> yeah, I'm only taking the train. Crisis. I've only personally taken the train up to Vancouver, BC, from Seattle. Um, my husband took it down to Portland. I was going to also do that a few days later because he was at a conference. And then there was a landslide, so I had to take a bolt bus to Portland oh. uh, instead. And then we had to take the bolt bus back because the trains we, we weren't confident that they'd be fixed. And I oh. think that they were, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a bit of a rocky situation there. <laughs> that happened down south once. We, we were looking to to go down to San Diego, and we were going to do a – it was a train or a bus, and yeah. Highway 1 just, like, fell into the ocean. Yep. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So we were that like, seems oh, to like, happen every few years. Yeah. 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 Does it? Jeez. <laughs> that Between that and the fires, man, this place is going to shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I am um, – Yikes. But yeah, I know that um, Seattle to Vancouver is gorgeous. You're along the waterfront for a lot of it, like just direct uh, on the waterfront. At one point, you can, you can see a sh- shipwreck. Whoa. It's pretty cool. neat. How, how long is that? 
Um, three hours. It's about three the hours. same. It's it's the same amount of time as driving. Um, if you get stuck for any amount of time at the border, which is mm. normal, um, sometimes it takes a little bit longer because freight trains have the um, right of way. So mm. once I went up and we were paused for like thirty minutes for freight trains, but it's it's a lot faster going back because unless you have a Nexus card, which you know Rick and I do now. Um, if you have a Nexus card, you obviously just go straight through the border. It's a much shorter line. But getting back into America otherwise, very long. Uh, on the Amtrak, the train just stops for 10 minutes. Everybody gets, like, their passports looked at. Right. And uh, so that happens at the border there. Um, <clears throat> and you're on your way. It's actually no waiting an hour or two at border at customs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I think that's- it's worth it to take the train if you don't have a Nexus card. Yeah, I've never I've never crossed a border. I'm not I'm not close to one. So you've never crossed a border. I mean, not in a not plane. on land. In a plane, sure, but not on land. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I not guess, a not a national border. So I guess I did when I was like twelve once, hmm. but yeah, mostly it's on planes. I uh, <laughs> my friend used to date a guy who lived on like highway zero or something which is literally like on the canada side of the border and once during covid we drove up like uh to the border and we talked to each other on either side of the border like not near actual crossing just like at the end of a street that basically dead ends into canada for some (laughs) reason and then she just like walked across the street and we like had a like a nice little brunch nice (laughs) it was really weird (laughs) because the borders (laughs) were closed because of covid Oh, that's hella weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Fascinating. Well, but you're not here to talk about borders and stuff. You're probably here to talk about music stuff. And I have a little, I don't have one of your amps yet, but I do have your fuzz. Oh, did you try it out? Yeah, I did. I haven't filmed it yet, but it's really gnarly. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell us about your uh, fuzz? I'll hold it up for people to see. Yeah. So the silk tone fuzz, I've been developing it for a few years. It kind of, it fell together. There was like an aha moment where I was, I wanted to use germanium transistors and do like a, it's kind of like a fuzz face tone, early tone bender, like 1.5 thing. Um, so it's super sensitive to temperature, like like mm-hmm. all the other germanium stuff you know it sounds good at 70 degrees where i where i bias it and test it in the shop you take it out to a 90 degree show and now it sounds like crap um, yeah. and when i was messing with it uh, i was like damn like everyone biases these with voltmeters in front of them like on the bench what if i just could get that on the pedal yeah <laughs> you know? then anyone could see where their bias is like regardless of temperature so you know vaulted you know the temperature swings 20 degrees one way or another and you just put it right back where it needs to be to sound good so let me plug it in that so was like see that. yeah 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 that was uh so that's like the big kind of draw of uh of that one when it works when it turns on <laughs> oh no i was unplugged no I, uh, I was filming yesterday with rick my husband and he accidentally dropped the power supply so. oh yeah there we go yeah so Ta-da. yeah so it's it became just super usable it kind of was just like that idea was born and i was like oh i have to do this so you get it like the sweet spot everyone seems to like and like the like classic like perfect fuzz face sound is around like four and a half volts and then 
you can also adjust it to whatever other like gnarly sounds you want. You could get like gated at like around one volt. You could get like the other side of the gated thing with like sticky kind of Velcro fuzz at like, mm-hmm. like seven and a half, eight volts. So yeah. really anything you want in between, you can just dial it right in. And then if you go to another show and it's 20 degrees hotter and you go, Oh shit, the, the pedal will actually shift like without you doing anything. If it gets hotter, now it'll read, you know, six volts and you'll know to turn it back down to four and a half. So that's so cool. Yeah. So it's just really easy to dial in yeah. the, the bias for, for the temperature. And, and then, then it has the, this classic and raw. Yeah. Toggle. So, the classic is for the more like the classic like fuzz face layout where you get those tones like little bit a lot of bass but a little bit rolled off lower uh lower volume output and uh just the classic bias ratio but if you click it to raw it removes the bass filter like altogether so it's a way bigger sound and yeah. it's a big volume boost and and gain boost so you get a little more headroom i usually stay there (laughs) yeah Yeah, i saw the recommendation which i liked was to keep the fuzz all the way up and the cleanup all the way down yeah yeah that's that's where it should be all the time if it were up to me there wouldn't be any knobs and it would just just be there all the time when i was playing it i really liked it like that for sure and i but i did dial it um to get more like overdrivey yeah kind of sounds a little bit too so it's nice to have that versatility but yeah, yeah i'm with you like having that fuzz cranked yeah. and like no impedance yeah it's cool that pretty and then the cleanup knob's really cool because it, it just mimics the guitar volume so you yeah. can you, you can basically use it as like a maximum fuzz you know yeah like whatever you want your max fuzz setting to be you can do that and then so i dial it to like 10 11 o'clock and you're kind of like it's more of a drivey like edge of breakup kind of thing the classic kind of low gain fuzz tone so yeah uh and it can go yeah it can go anywhere in the chain so the cleanup becomes really useful if it's not like directly after a guitar like a traditional mm-hmm. fuzz you can yeah. throw it after you know buffers or or a tube streamer or whatever the hell you want and then dial in your your clean tone still that way nice yeah, yeah. i'm i'm a fan this was this has yeah. been really fun i can't wait to actually like film it uh <laughs> yeah right on i'm glad you tried it glad you liked it yeah it's i wanted to take it on tour as my bass fuzz oh yeah um but uh i opted to not take things that i was afraid things might happen to it oh right 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 <laughs> so oh you should have taken it if anything happened i'd just send you a new one <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i know i was like oh you know it, it might be too tempting if somebody else saw it oh <laughs> just, yeah right yeah. yeah i love it for bass fuzz like i that i'm even on guitar i'm usually on the low stream just, just you know chugging mm-hmm. and stuff so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm definitely going to showcase that one with with bass in nice. uh, in the video right on. As i've been playing a lot more on um, bass that's why i just uh toured with and we have a bunch of shows coming up in like june and stuff so it uh it'll probably make um the full-time baseboard is, right. is my guess yeah oh hell yeah that's cool Every I swear to God, like every pedal I've been demoing lately, I'm like, this is really great on bass. I did end up touring, uh, playing several shows with the um, bless uh, the Heather Brown Electronicals Fuzz, uh, her new Fuzz, uh, just because it was smaller. Um, yeah. And I people were like, that sounds like Judas Priest. I like <laughs> actually I like that pedal better on guitar yeah. uh, than bass, which you know is is saying a lot at this point. Um, and then the Earthquaker spe- Special Cranker, I wow. tried to put that on my baseboard, and my singer immediately stole it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's like, 
uh, can, can I trade you my, my EP booster for that for these shows? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't getting nearly enough volume out of his little EP booster. How was the the EP booster? On the baseboard, fine. Like, it did fine. what it was supposed to do. Oh, that's cool. I really just needed it to, like, uh, crank my volume for some little choice leads I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some bass leads, some sweet bass leads. Yeah, or... I'm oh, a, nice. I am a ham on stage. As... Oh, right on. Actually, Andrew's never seen me play live. No, oh, I was planning on going to see it at the Albatross, and uh, we were all still sick. So, Thank you for not uh, coming. Are you guys? Are you guys both up in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, he just lives so no a little excuses. farther away. He lives like thirty <laughs> minutes away from me. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. What? How? How long did you tour? Where'd you go? Uh, we were just on tour for a week. We it was just like a little Pacific Northwest thing. The singer's from Idaho, so we played a lot of shows there because he could draw. Oh. Um, so we played Coeur d'Alene, which was actually pretty great. Uh, people there, someone said to us, you know, Coeur d'Alene's big enough for a music scene, but we just don't have one. Oh. So people were really hungry for live music. They were really sweet. They bought a bunch of shirts. Um, then we went to Missoula. Which was I love I like Missoula a lot. Yeah, it was a cute little place. Um, shout out to Bigga Pizza, that was fantastic pizza pie. And I bought a shirt that I wish I was wearing right now. It's like a, the Black Sabbath shirt, but it says Bigga Pizza <laughs> Missoula Montana, <laughs> um, which is the stupidest shirt I bought on tour, which is saying something. Um, and then we went to Sun Valley, so we played a catch on a place called Casino. Oh, okay. uh, which came together pretty last minute, but uh, that was really cute, cute area, albeit kind of expensive. And okay, I have to add, do you guys, do you guys know what chocolate lava cake is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we ate someplace in in Haley, Idaho, and the, the drummer and I both saw the chocolate lava cake, and we're like, oh, we love that shit. So we both ordered one, and I take a video because I want to like show like the lava coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no lava, lava. just no, cooked no lava. all the way through. So then I just like the guy, the manager came up. He's like, "How is everything?" I'm like, "It's good, tastes good." Is it supposed to be cooked like this? Just like asking. The guy was a dickhead about it. Oh, he was so mean. He's like, "Well, you know, maybe the Applebee's ones are like ready in the middle because the microwave is not warm enough." I'm like, "What the fuck is lava?" Not, it's like, "Where's the that's, where's the lava?" It's in the name. It's in the name. Yeah. This is just a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> And I was so tired and like, we'd been up for a long time. I was like, well, you know, and he, we were talking about, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't, I remember I had the one at Applebee's. My mom made them a lot growing up from like the Gordon Ramsay recipe. It was mm-hmm. Mother's Day, mind you. This guy just starts shit talking my mom. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was kind already. of weird. He's like, well, where's your mom's recipe on the internet? I'll go look it up. I'm like, I just told you it's the Gordon <laughs> Ramsay recipe, asshole. I was, and then I cried a little bit. He yeah. felt bad about it, but he did didn't he, comp anything. He didn't comp anything or get you a, a, a proper lava cake. I was just like, like, I'm just like, why am I? I'm just like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> it was bad. Not my proudest moment on tour. Not my what? least proud moment on tour either. What a no then. <laughs> but yeah, so then we that, played. That Ketchum. sounds like less of a reflection on you and more of a reflection on that guy. Oh, he was a dick. Like, total douche. He's um, self-conscious of his lava cake. He's like, fuck. <laughs> no, yeah, and he's, and he's like, yeah, maybe I'll have my chef check it out. He only works 120 hours a week. I'm like, you're working your chef 120 hours a week? You do suck. He has that much experience and can't nail lava cake? 
It reminds me, like, we, I just had bad luck ordering them in restaurants. I need to stop. Uh, on our anniversary, my husband and I went to this place and I ordered the lava cake and it was overcooked. So I'm like, hey, could you just remake this? And they're like, yeah, sure, we'll remake it. And then the chef came out and he's like, I'm really sorry about that. I can make you any dessert you want. I'm like, awesome. Can I have a lava cake? And he said, no. <laughs> We are out of chocolate, but I can make you uh, anything no, no. else you want. I'm like, man, it sounds like there's a lot you can't make. <laughs> yeah. You're out yeah, of chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have a chocolate mousse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, can I have a chocolate brownie? <laughs> Sherman chocolate cake. Oh, God. Mm. It was so... It was Extra so... rum after this experience. I, I just started laughing. I'm like, what? What do you mean mm. you can make me anything and you don't have chocolate? like look, we're leaving we're leaving we like post we did like an uber eats for um a place that just d literally just does lava cakes in our neighborhood and uh i got my dessert <laughs> that's all so they do is lava cakes it's called hot cakes they oh. uh do they do other stuff but they're famous for little individual servings of um like chocolate lava cake oh nice yeah that's pretty yeah. great huh. it's a great dessert so I'd then after <laughs> After Ketchum, we uh, just stopped in Boise for a bit on my birthday, and Jeff's birthday it was a singer's birthday as well. And then we went to uh, played in Yakima at Bale Breaker Brewery. Huh. And I said this last week: wonderful humans own that place, and they make fantastic products. So I recommend checking it out. Then um, Portland at the McMenamins, uh, White Eagle McMenamins, and uh, then Seattle again. So it was just a week, but it was really nice. fun. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I slept. All day on Saturday that I could. <clears throat> right on. Yeah. But uh, I would do it again, much to my mother's chagrin. <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah. So the fuzz pedal, I have some shows coming up, and I'm definitely going to be working this into, into that set because uh, I like it a lot. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. yeah, it's taken off. I don't know. We we can't really keep up with it. So we got, we just got a distributor. We started working with the with uh, Mass Distro, and um, it's just it's been getting crazy. So we nice. I've gone through like three employees trying to like do the fuzz stuff, and it just didn't work out for one reason or another. <laughs> but I finally got I finally got one guy that just just kills it, and and we're able to actually put him out now, so I can get nice. back to designing i was jumping around doing you know because i have to do amps yeah. i have to do pedals i have to do all of the other business stuff and planning and design so yep. i wanted someone i designed the pedals i don't want to build them i just you know <laughs> I yeah wanna, i mean you don't want to do everything yeah it's just, i just don't have time I yeah so <laughs> i uh you know i oversee everything and check it out but it was so nice being able to get someone to just you know knock them out without me looking over their shoulder and uh sure yeah, it was cool. And then, yeah, between that and like parts shortages and I, I opted to use those really nice enclosures and those I've been waiting on those for a minute. So, uh, yeah, these are familiar. I feel like, um, Dan DeMay from, Ooh, he made the, the, the pulp and peel. It's reminds me of the pulp and peel enclosure. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, uh, I don't, I say Gorva, but I'm, I'm yes. pretty sure they pronounce it differently. Yes, that's um, the one. Yeah, yeah, they're they're super nice. They're they're cool. It's just um, it feels like it has these nice rounded edges. Yeah, as just so people can see. It's just it's so it just feels luxurious. Yeah, I liked them. They were a bit more expensive, but I was like, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. I I think people feel that way often. Yeah. 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 
and uh, you have a, a couple of amps. So you, yeah, you don't want to be spending your time building like 50 pedals a day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, when you should be like designing new things Design. and probably making the amps. I, I assume it's a little bit harder to find an amp tech than someone who can solder in components and stuff. Yeah. I have, uh, my guy Ryan helps me with amps and stuff. So we both do amps and he's he's getting really good at it to where he's catching problems, you know, uh, on nice. his own. And uh, so that's super helpful. So we both yeah. do the amp stuff and then um, the other dude, Nick, does the pedals. And yeah, that, I, I like doing the amps a lot more and <laughs> mostly just designing. Like the whole point of getting other people and getting a distributor to handle dealer stuff and all that was just so I could design new stuff. So mm-hmm. um, sure. I recently started using... Um, do you guys know Sour Sound? Brian Sours? The Yeah, that seems familiar. Yeah, they uh I know Benson uses them too in uh in his amps. So uh Chris actually introduced me to to Sours and the man, the level of the amps is just like it's way better than than I imagined it could be. So uh it's I'm finally building the amps that I that I kind of wanted to build. He his design work has helped out a lot. And so we've, we redesigned the transformers and just, we like, they're like just starting to hit shops, the new updated, uh, silk tone amps. So they, they sound better than ever. And we have a bunch of new stuff on the horizon. Him and I just trying to hit it off and design, like just through the back and forth, I've come up with like four or five new designs that I'm like, man, I want to do these now, but I kind of have, have to pace things. Piecemeal piece <laughs> yeah. them out. Piecemeal them out. So yeah, we have a bunch hungry. of cool, we have a bunch of cool stuff on the horizon mm-hmm. kind of, and it's just kind of, it's going in a really good dire- direction, but yeah, our main amp is the, the silk tone amp and mm-hmm. it's kind of, it was kind of birthed when I decided I wanted, I fell in love with the old JTM 45 Marshalls mm-hmm. and I, I played a vintage one. It was like, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> and, uh, and a question I ask myself <laughs> yeah, every yeah. day in the mirror. Yeah. Right. And I wanted to incorporate, uh, like a, like a tweed champ kind of thing. And then like oh, the sixties black panel fenders too. So I wanted to do that. And so I kind of just meshed it all together the way I thought would be best and it didn't work. And then I did it again and again and again until I came with kind of a blend of everything and it just kind of became its own thing. And, it became the silk tone amp. So it has, it's a single ended amp, like the champ. And then it has a pre-section really similar to like the black panel fenders, but then it uses the KT 66 output tube, like the old JTM 45s. So it just became this super unique thing where, you know, when I finally hit the right combination, I was just playing and forgot what I was doing. It was just like smiling way too big. And I was like, Oh shit, I think, I think, I think this is it. <laughs> Smiling way too big. Way too thing. big. No such thing. Yeah, no yeah. such thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at them right now. I mean, I've been looking at them for a while. Uh, they do look also, gorgeous. Thank yeah. You. you just post on Instagram, maybe one of the most beautiful amps I've ever seen. When? Which one? Uh, it had a custom grill cloth. We've done a few. Which grill cloth? Let's see. Let me see. Let me just, I'm pulling it up. Oh. Um, I'll pull it up too. So, was it recently? Oh yeah, it was like the other day. Oh. Or maybe it was not the other day. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, not a custom grill cloth, just a custom color. Oh, okay. Oh, I, oh, love, that the surf I love green? that maroon. Yeah, like that kind of red one. That's the one I was looking at. My hmm. algorithm's 
Fuck. Is it the red drill or the red uh, it was the, the red Tolex. Oh, okay. Like that maroon to- Tolex. I really yeah, like yeah. that. The surf green also gorgeous. Mm. Andrew just got me a cooler that's in surf green. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love the surf. The surf, I, I really, my favorite is probably the Navy with the large check. I really like that one for some reason. It just, it just really stands out to me. But yeah, the surf one is a, a huge favorite. Um, yeah. Maybe I thought, new, maybe I thought the check one. was the custom grill cloth. Oh yeah. Check. That's the new, that's the new standard kind of, yeah. but yeah, really? we've done, we've done the, like the Oxblood, um, Tolex uh, or the maroon and um oxblood yeah yeah we can do we uh, we do any custom requests so nice. i think the most out there one we've done was um one of the dealers hit us up and said hey can you match our brand colors and we did that orange one it's like a brick kind of um wrap oh, nice. and yeah that one was that one turned out cool yeah so that I'm sorry that that large check is standard now. I yeah, love that's, that. Yeah, that's the standard on the silk tone yeah. amps, not on the Astro. The Astro yeah. standard is like the just like the black and silver kind of thing. Yeah. And do you have the black and silver? Nice. And I see mm. some of these have like a darker girl cloth, like the white, the cream Tolex. Yeah, yeah that was the I original love the contrast. That was the original color. It was the yeah. Oxblood Oxblood uh girl cloth with the ivory wrap and uh that one we sent in for like a premiere guitar review and everything. And so that one was in a magazine and all that. So nice. that, that was cool. Yeah. Nice. Oxblood and Ivory. Oh yeah. yeah. That's from, that's from over a year ago. Yeah. That one we've been doing a little while. Uh, that one, yeah. the first one we built was 20, late 2019, early 2020. So that was I found uh, the one I was talking about. Like I saw this the other day cause my algorithm is so weird. It's five weeks old. Oh, let me see. <clears throat> but yeah oh yeah that one's really it's cool a, it's like can you explain this can you describe the colors it's, <laughs> it's a large a, check so it's a large check grill cloth with uh yeah. the british racing green yeah oh, um, the racing green i love yeah, that it's that's an old marshall style um color combo and the um i built that one for that's a unique amplifier actually that one i built for bunting guitars um they really loved the Astro and the Silk Tone amp. They were like, we don't know which one to get. Um, we want the tone stack of the Astro, but we want reverb still. And I was like, well, I could, I'd just do both. So, cause they, they built me this super custom guitar. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I, I can, we got wiggle room. So, cause I do all that stuff here, like all the, all the face plates and anything that needs to be customized. Like I just tried on my laser. So you can customize um, the face plates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't nice. even see that was customized. Yeah. Was. Well, it was so because no. we don't normally have that layout. Normally, it's uh, yeah. just the Astro or the or the Silk Tone. But yeah, we just kind of smashed it down. And that was the first one we ever sent overseas. So that was super exciting. We had to do design a custom uh, transformer to do. Um, we Because our transformers are, have really tight tolerances. So upping it to 240 volts to operate at like 50 hertz overseas was... Uh, it wasn't as easy as just switching. So we had to redesign right. it. No, that's half the reason we started using uh, Brian Sowers. So, <clears> so yeah, we, we, we kind of, it's funny as many as I've done now, every time one goes out, I'm still kind of like, Oh my God, I hope they like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, I, get it. I think that's a good thing. I yeah, think it's yeah. good to not just be like, of course. Yeah. Psh. Yeah. Well, it's something wrong with you if you don't like it. Right. <laughs> what's your mother's recipe for, yep, for yeah, amplifiers? What's your mother's? Well, show me her schematic. Yeah, show me her shit. <laughs> yeah. 
this is so... like my mom's hand. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the uh <laughs> so yeah, they got it and they were they were super stoked. So I was nice. happy about that. And then their guitar is all equally awesome. It's I've been posting that a lot lately and it's I'm just completely in love with it. I've never fallen in love with a guitar so fast. Oh, I love it when that happens. Yeah. Slightly off topic. Can I just say that I appreciate that you use the word stoked unironically? I say (laughs) stoked all the time, Andrew. You think I'm being ironic? Sometimes. I'm not. Yeah, I can't understand why you would think that. I say stoked a lot. I've found myself saying rad like way too much lately. Oh, he says rad all the time. All the time. I'm like, God damn it, I gotta stop saying that every time I catch myself. But eh, fuck it, it's rad. Did you say what, uh, which bunting you got? I got the Jackal S. Um, so it jackal. was. Oh, the Strat Jackal? The Strat Jackal. But so I had him do it with um, like a light medium relic and uh, in like an Indian burst. But I had him do three Firebird pickups. So it was. Ooh. <laughs> I think that sounds awesome. It's fucking cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, so it's cool. it's the it's the or one of the best guitars I've I've played. It's it's really fun. I love that feeling. I've heard nothing but good things about bunting. Yeah, oh, man, the whole experience is great. Yeah, they're they're really fantastic guys. That Melody Queen T. Yeah. Oof, that was I'm, awesome. I'm going to get to play one soon because um, Mark Johnston is getting one and he lives right right near me. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah, so he it was funny. He came over uh, to shoot a demo for the Silk Tone amp the other day and uh, – <laughs> He he came to the door and I opened it and he didn't have anything in his hands, you know, <laughs> and he immediately walked. He's like, hey, dude, he immediately starts walking through my kitchen and like to the shop and to the demo room. And I'm like, oh, hey, man, what, what's going on? You uh, you brought your camera and stuff, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walks in and just grabs the bunting and starts playing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he was just He'd so been dreaming about to, playing that all yeah. day, hadn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so, like, out of the way, Yeah, <laughs> hunting guitar. It was super funny. Uh, it was awesome. And then we had a great recording session, and it was it was cool. So that That's was always nice. fun. So he's going to bring his in, I think, when, when he gets it, and I'll get to check that out. So Awesome. Yeah. Mark's great. When he said he lives in Sacramento, I'm like, I wonder if he – Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we found each other randomly through – I mean, through Instagram, you know, Sure. Amp, amp and gear stuff but he was posting about like coffee in sacramento he's like does anyone know a good spot and i was like oh yeah and he was like what the fuck you're from sacramento so then yeah we, yeah then we got together and did some demo stuff and hung nice out. yeah he's he's a great guy yeah he's a funny dude big fan big fans of mark over here his demos are so like detailed yeah yeah it was cool getting to see him do his thing like in in my little studio like uh because we were all set up for uh you know um it's totally farted in my brain uh we have acoustic treatment like all over it for because i have like a big big stereo (laughs) system and everything so the room is like optimized for for sound and all that so um nice getting to to room mic everything he said he doesn't usually get to do uh on his own so oh yeah he does a lot of pedal demos with the iridium too um yeah yeah. now that i have a nicer amp situations i i use the iridium a little bit less but if it's very if it's yeah. like a loud day i i if, like if i can't be loud and it's like late at night yeah i it's not the same it's not got, the same got, but, but it's cool one. it yeah. works it works pretty well that yeah. and like the ops box is pretty cool too for that so 
Yeah. But there's still something better. nice about just being in a good room and getting to hear it. Yeah. yeah I think your amps you just, have a little half a watt switch, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So you can yeah. play those. I know he did. So he, yeah, the, um, the little half watt switch is cool because you can, uh, you can click it down and the tone stays like exactly the same. Like the, I know a lot of power scaling amps, like you scale it down, but then your breakup changes and your headroom changes. And now you're over driven yeah. all of a sudden. And this one is just pure attenuation, but it's like the same tone. Like That's it awesome. doesn't feel interesting yeah, in the yeah. room because you're not moving as much air, you know? So yeah, in the right. room, of course, louder is better. It sounds great. But when you're miking it and recording, um, yeah. I've, I like the half watt mode for recording just because it doesn't like overload the mics as easily. Sure. And the, the tones are exactly the same. So less yeah. likely to get transients yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. it works. It works really well for that. That's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. That's part that's of the reason I included it because I never play quiet. I, I want it loud. But for people that want to play in their bedroom or for sure. recording, to. yeah, it's a great, great option. Don't want to don't want to knock everything off the walls. Yeah. That's yeah. a big yep. thing. Yeah. I like I, I found that the resonance of my house seems to be like a D. Uh, <laughs> so I can't like play in D that much. Yeah. But mine's, in the demos, mine's B. Shaking. Yeah. B? B, if I hit a loud B, yeah, shit starts rattling. Yeah. So. It's like, ooh. Uh, I've got A here. Really? Yeah. But um, it's amazing. Our houses I, all have different like uh, sympathetic frequencies. Yeah. I'm just yeah. imagining Emily like coming home from like a bad day at work. You're like, oh, I need to play something loud and angry and go to drop day. And just shit starts falling off the walls. Yeah. I have just a rattling. guitar that has a drop D switch on it. A uh, hip shot. What? what oh, that's that? cool. Bing, I didn't on, know you put on, it. It's on my B-Bender guitar. I didn't install that. Oh, I've never seen that. That's cool. Yeah. but yeah, it's I guess I didn't realize you had the, the hip shot on there. Is that what this? Why is it called a hip shot? A uh, uh, brand. <laughs> Just kidding. It's like it's not at the hip because a uh, <laughs> hip shot sells the um, hip shot B benders, which are not very fun. Uh, mm. Well, compared to this, which are you familiar with B benders, Charles? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew might not be, or listeners might not be. I know. I have the Gene Parsons style, so there's like a little strap button. It's on the strap button, and I just pull right, it up. Right. You just yeah, and it. Yeah. But a hip shot, you actually have to like push off on your hip, and uh, it's just not—it's not as fun. Yeah, I've only ever played the the kind like you have, where it's on the strap lock. And it's so fun. Yeah, I need to get a good telly still. I don't. I don't. Well, I have one. I I got a. Uh, I recently got a a thin line like seventy two reissue. Um, uh -huh. And nice. then I threw some righteous sound pickups in it and all that, and it sounds great. But I want like a traditional. Yeah like you know solid body telly still because yeah. every time i play them i'm like god sounds so good they're just it, it just hasn't hasn't timed up right where i find the right one and mm -hmm. you know can justify a new guitar <laughs> hey maybe an organ yeah maybe cool. no sales tax that's true i'll have to check some stuff out <laughs> i don't know I about keeping it i don't know about keeping it in that tent car but you know <laughs> <laughs> oh no they can ship it to you that just <laughs> makes it a more authentic uh, western camping experience <laughs> oh yeah. my god yeah oh yeah i mean old town i always love going to old town when i'm in portland um though i didn't get there this past time which sucked but um they always have such cool stuff yeah i'm a fan now, i've never been i haven't been to portland in a long time so it's uh before i was even into music stuff so 
Wow. We'll be cool to check say, out all the shops and stuff. It's been like six years for me. Wow. Oh. I have some good friends in Portland. Shout out Tom and Sarah specifically. Uh, though I did get to see uh, meet up with Joy from Cattle and Bread when I was in Portland um, the other week. Oh, cool. That was nice. Yeah. yeah and right a couple on. of our Patreon supporters, Alex. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you can support Get Offset on Patreon at patreon.com slash getoffset. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to our super private Discord server. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Please also like, comment, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube, wherever you're viewing or listening to this. Subscribe, comment, leave a review. A nice one, ideally. <laughs> so I always forget to do that at the top. <laughs> right All on. good. Yeah, I, like I, I try. To, I try not to forget to do compliments in the demos at the top, but then I just forget to tell people like use the affiliate link. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure my affiliate programs love that I forget to do that as much as I do. Are you pretty active in your in your Discord, your super secret Discord? I'm pretty active. Yeah, I try. I try to be uh, active. Andrew's generally more active. I'm, yep. I'm busy. Yeah. It happens. Um, are you going to be lot. at NAM? No. Uh oh, where did no. my oh, yeah. camera go? The camera's drawn. Bye, camera. Bye, camera. Bye bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Let's see what happened. Can connect the device running camo. It is connected. Reconnected. Well, oh, fart. All right. Now you can all see how messy my desk was. Hopefully, there wasn't anything in that shot. <laughs> I'll have to edit out. No, it should be good. Whoops. So, were you going to see you at NAM? No, uh, no. <laughs> I'm, okay. too, I'm too busy. And uh, it just, it was short, short notice, short timing. I wasn't really planning for it. Um, sure. And then. Yeah, with all the distributor stuff we've been doing, um, it's just, yeah, maybe next year. Maybe. Sure. It just wouldn't work out. Yeah. I thought about maybe going just as a as a visitor, you know, just mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. everyone, checking everything out. But yeah, the few people I've talked to that are, um, that I asked, that I, I don't know a lot of people that are going, I'll say. Yeah. Well, you guys are going. That's cool. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Uh, I know Fender's not going to be there and Gibson's not going to be there, but I'm excited to see Yamaha. Yeah. Uh, going to meet up with um, my friend Monique, who works at Seymour Duncan. Oh, cool. And what else? Uh, going to hang out with the, the people who work at Martin a little bit. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll find stuff to do. Yeah, there'll be plenty. I, I heard yeah. that even Boss is like kind of relegating everything to like a tiny booth this time around. But yeah, Earthquaker's just at the boutique booth from the yeah. deli. So. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, you get to see everyone. I, every I've I've actually yeah. never been to Nam, and uh, yeah. every everything I hear is the hanging out's the funnest part. And yep, yeah. So as long as your friends are there and people you like, then it it'll be fun. We're not gonna fuss too much with like trying to capture content. I don't think yeah. <clears throat> they'll probably bring a little my Zoom handy cam and um, well, because we'll record the podcast at least. Yeah. Yep. So um, that'll be kind of the big thing, I think. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Nothing too major. Because uh, every year I go to Summer Nam, I try to capture content and then I go look at it later. I'm like, I either don't like this or I don't want to edit it. Uh, yeah. 
and it's it's loud um it's awkward but um i'll be going to gear fest in later june and i'll have a little mobile mobile recording rig but there won't be like a shit ton of people around it's going to be like 20 other youtubers right so it won't be like as loud it won't be as weird i don't think so um yeah i think it's gonna be good that's cool yeah i feel that way about any content i kind of capture even the stuff here in the studio i'm like okay cool like we i'm so bad at social media like i need to i i really try with instagram and it like getting content and capturing the the sound of the fuzz the sound of the amps whatever or just you know shots around the shop but um I always have to remind myself to post. And then I have so much video footage that I've just like, just trashed. Just, uh, if it, I just, I, I need to lower my recording standards, I think. Cause if it doesn't sound like exactly right, like I hear it, I'm like, no, it's not good enough. And everyone else in the room is like, dude, it's perfect. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm that way. I, I, I really, but like, I think it was Ryan Burke who said, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to, you just have to start yeah. So I like I like cringe at some of my early demos. <laughs> like I'm uh, like, mm, there's a high noise floor, and right. uh, so, like I didn't really know how to use the camera very well yeah. yet, and st- sometimes I still don't. And um, yeah, people leave comments and on some of the old demos, and sometimes they're kind of mean. I'm like, yeah, this is not okay. Yeah, I was learning something. Maybe you Everyone. should try it. Growth mindset. Yeah, everyone wants to tell you how to do it. It's everyone's a critic. Yeah, I love it when people are like, you know, other demos do this. I'm like, cool. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you should go watch those. <laughs> go watch those. Yeah. Go watch those. <laughs> or uh, it seems like you have a pretty clear vision of what you think a demo channel should be, so you should start one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should you should buy thousand dollar cameras and lighting right. rigs and uh, learn how to record audio. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, even with amp design, like as much as many compliments as I get for like my aesthetic and and the sound and all that, there's just as many like, oh, it would be cool if you did this, though. Like you should probably I had one dude that was uh, literally was like, yeah, you you know, you should change your whole your logo and your and your font type and this and that. Like I can redesign the faceplate for you and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like uh, <laughs> it was like, dude. I okay. like your logo. Yeah, I really good. like it. It's very, yeah. event- it's, it's a very throwback, but not yeah. like, ups, like obscenely. So yeah, that was the one, uh, that was like the one negative comment I've gotten about the logo ever. <laughs> so who, I don't oh, know like, knowing what, knowing <laughs> what your, um, your inspiration is for some of the, the for, for the components and yeah. the design choices logo makes it, so much sense yeah i mean yeah i think it's perfect yeah it was another popular instagram influencer that i won't name (laughs) but it's fine oh i can guess (laughs) probably yeah i think i can guess uh (laughs) yeah yep nope uh light bulb uh can people see the chat no no oh can i guess first sure guess first Right, we'll all hit it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I yep. knew it. I 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 knew yep. it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What? Yeah. There was a whole yeah. There was a whole thing with that, and I was just like, man, I kind of got in too deep, and I was like, we're gonna do some stuff, and 
I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to dive too deep into it. But I, 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 knew I, it. I pulled I the knew plug it. and was like, "Fuck this! I'm not. I'm not doing this shit." So, well, then, it, it's yeah. not good business practice to to walk up to somebody and tell them their baby's ugly and give me your money. <laughs> yeah, your baby's <laughs> pretty ugly. Up. I know a great plastic surgeon. Yeah, no shit. No. Happens to be me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I could I could fix that nose for you. Right, right. Yeah. <sighs> Would you please? Just, no, your um, nose. Your nose looks great, Andrew. <laughs> Everybody That's watching, true. your nose fits your face. I can't imagine yes. your face without that nose, viewer. You're only you. You're the only you that I know about. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's two of you, but you got different personalities. But your font, yeah. your font type, though, you just trash can it. I just don't. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just like looking at your logo, thinking I like it. Yeah. Oh no, everyone. I've only, I've only heard positive things. So what, yeah, when that came out of left field, I was like, uh, he was uh. nagging you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, whatever, dude. <laughs> I love. I don't. I don't miss like the dating scene. I've been married for years and uh but i remember i remember the nagging like the like for those who don't know it's a pickup artist technique where a guy who wants to like get with you first insults you right and then you want his attention the the psychological subconsciously yeah please oh i love the i love the way your hair hides your big ears yeah 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 Yeah, something like backhanded stuff yeah some bullshit stupid Well, we're coming up on about 52 minutes. Um, I know there were a few things that Andrew wanted to mention before we go. But before we talk about that, uh, Charles, where can people find you and what should they know about you? Uh, You can find us on silktone.org or our Instagram at silktoneamps. We're posting, um, you know, less frequently than we should be, but but we're getting there. And I'm I'm really active on there. If anyone wants to throw a DM, I'm the one that runs the Instagram, and I am I am good at responding to that stuff. So, like I said, any custom stuff or inquiries, yeah, email or Instagram is the best. Mm-hmm. And that Astro especially is very reasonably priced boutique amp. Like, yeah, that's, that's what we were going shocking. for, and it's yeah. it's just as much like work and quality goes into it. It's just a much simpler circuit. So, really, the labor came down, and that's that's why it was priced low so yeah that it's it, and that's a favorite of a lot of people so yeah it has it looks great it, it's a little different has a little more headroom a lot simpler to use it's very fun yeah it looks awesome yeah. uh, i'll have to send you guys one to check out sure yeah we would not object to that i always yeah. love a good little amp so i'm just looking at it just a, yeah <laughs> just a single tone knob the light dense raw silk uh toggle yeah yeah that is really simple yeah, the light mode is like a strooped mid thing. The dense nice. mode is like a full mid kind of tweed thing. And then raw silk is kind of a theme across all my amps where it just completely bypasses the EQ stack. And so it's just what you put in is what you get out. And it's nice. very oh, interesting. Yeah, it's very mildly like EQ'd just in like the power stage. But uh, it's a huge yeah. gain boost too. So you just get these like really thrashy single-ended tones. And that's, yeah, that's it's super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, but Andrew, yeah, there's a couple things you wanted to mention. Um, well, I- yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Fair warning. It's uh, it, it's sad news. There's a couple pieces of sad news. So, a bit of a change of pace from what a wonderful episode we've had so far. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say anything about it. Um, so, 
First up, we've got uh, Norm from Norm's Rare Guitars in Tarzana, California. Uh, staple in the industry for decades now. He's done so much for vintage and boutique. Um, his impact is just absolutely massive. Um, unfortunately, he uh, they announced that he has cancer um, this week. And so our hearts, thoughts, prayers, etc. go out to him. And uh, yeah, consider buying a t-shirt or something off their website. Just do what, do, do what you can to support. Um, so, I mean, I think just about everybody I know in the industry has like a norm story. Mm-hmm. So uh, what a, what a guy. Uh, and then the other, the other bit of tough news is um, a friend of the show, um, Zach Hale, his father tragically passed away. Uh, and he was a staple in the the Boise music scene. I've done a lot for uh, youth outreach in the scene. Uh, was a part of the grunge movement. Uh, has done quite a bit. So he tragically passed away this week. And uh, Post Culture Pedals uh, is a brand that's doing a fundraiser uh, for some of the funeral expenses and whatnot. So uh, especially if you know Zach, um, uh, if you know Zach, consider uh, jumping in on that to help out a bit. Um, and looks like pre-order is open through May 30th. It's only 180 bucks shipped, and it sounds like a substantial amount of that is going to uh, to Zach's family. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'll um, include links for that as well um, in the show notes slash video description. Also, we'll include links to Silktone and Norms. So uh, check out those to find everybody's special links um so yeah uh sorry to end that one on kind of a bummerino note but um we're all here together right now and uh all we can do is support part of being a yep exactly part of being a part of a very community driven industry is taking the the highs and the lows in stride and doing what we can to support each other Yeah, yeah totally Totally. Well, uh, to everybody out there, um, well, firstly, Charles, once again, thank you for joining us. We're glad this finally came together. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, check out Silktone Amps. Check out the Silktone Fuzz. It's awesome. And uh, to everybody out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. My name is Andrew. I'm Charles. That's Charles. Yeah, that's Charles. All right. Uh, goodbye. Bye.